first sleep clinic that is launched in South Africa. And I got extremely excited about this conversation. We're joined by Dr. Noma Temba Chandiwana, Director and Principal Scientist at, at Ezincha Research Center. And we take your calls. O double one double eight three zero seven zero two and the WhatsApp line O seven two seven zero two one seven zero two. Doctor, thank you so much for coming through and welcome to the show. Thank you and good afternoon to you and your listeners. I have to say, doctor, the reason I got so excited is because I thought to myself, my goodness, there's somewhere, somewhere I can go and sleep. And my dream sleep is you're going to put me in a coma so that I wake up with the drip making me glow and then you lose weight and then like, and I know that's like not really what it is. <laughs> no, but I wish it was what it was. <laughs> you know, even when I'm sleeping, you guys can exercise me. You can make sure by... So I just basically go on a little break and I wake up looking amazing and feeling rested. Well, first of all, you look amazing. But going, <laughs> so, but going back to it, so we are not the first sleep clinic in South Africa. So let me put that before the haters um, will send you um, WhatsApps to say this. Yes. However, we're an important partnership because we're a partnership of an academic and private partnership. And we are a research and clinical um, sleep clinic. Okay, I, I understand. And, and, and I, I actually know that, um, I think it was Santon Medi Clinic. They had a, a, a section where in the psych ward they did sleep therapy. Yes. Okay. Okay. That explains it really well. So share with us what the concept really is behind the sleep clinic. So I think this is really important. Sleep health, not only in South Africa, but around the world, has really been ignored in the larger um, health space. So why this is important is that sleep health is just more than just sleeping and waking up and feeling beautiful. Most of us, after a few nights of not sleeping, we feel cranky and we don't perform our best. But imagine if this is a couple of nights, what, does, what that does accumulatively mm. to your health. Mm. And not only is it just not you feeling your best, it also puts you at risk of certain diseases such as obstructive sleep apnea, issues with your health, irregular heartbeats, which we call arrhythmias. So sleep is just not about just sleeping and feeling good. It also protects you from certain diseases when you have good quality and quality sleep. So, so maybe then take us a step back and share with us some of the worst case scenarios of what can happen to the body long term on just running on not enough sleep um we know that it it used to be a badge of honor team hashtag team no sleep hashtag team 4am you know all that kind of of lingo but now we're starting to have a more holistic approach to our overall well-being and many people say yo i didn't i'm i'm one of those people who used to uh, operate on very little sleep and was proud of it but it was completely messing up my my system no and you're very right you know that badge of honor is actually quite wrong so sleep in a nutshell reduces both the quality of your life and the length of your life. So while that seems alarmist, let me unpack that a little bit. So by having poor quality and quantity sleep, you're at greater risk of having certain diseases, even things like Alzheimer's, things that that we don't think about. Mm. You spoke a little bit earlier about um, gaining weight, Mm. poor sleep, uh, you are not able to shed weight um, as much as because of your hormones, etc. 
but also the type of sleep that you're ha- having, which is quality of sleep. So one of the most common sleep disorders is um, obstructive sleep apnea, mm. which really comes across as people snoring. So for a lot of people who have a bedmate, there's that snoring and they gasp at night. That is quite dangerous because it can, while that person is sleeping or they think that they're sleeping well, they wake up sleeping, feeling very tired, mm. And that puts them at added risk for heart conditions. Mm, mm. Yeah, and I think we do take these things uh, uh, for granted because we're always feeling like we don't have enough time. And um, the easiest place to gain more time is by cutting out um, the hours, the number of hours that you sleep. But in reality, I mean, there's a WhatsApp here that says, your do they also help new moms? Eight hours. Yo, the thing of not sleeping eight hours. Um, I mean, that's a conversation for another day that I think maybe we must visit in, in our parenting and parents, a feature just around how to find ways to catch up sleep when you are a new parent. Definitely. I think we've learned to accept sleep, poor sleep is a norm. But I say this to everyone, including you and all your listeners, do not accept poor quality sleep Mm. because it's just not about the sleep. It's actually about your health. Mm. And out of all the things that we can do to improve our health, which is exercise, eating better, sleep, good sleep is one of them. Mm. Mm. Okay, so with all the the the, the sleep challenges um, that you are finding outside of stress, um, and and let's just say poor lifestyle choices. What are some of the other sleep challenges that you're finding people are facing in South Africa? So, I mean, before I answer that question, one of the things is that we know very little about how South Africans sleep, you know? So that's one of the reasons. I mean, apart from us being a clinical uh, space, we're also a research space. We've got very little data on how South Africans and Africans sleep. So that's that's one thing that's important. Um, you've seen with load shedding, if, you know, when the electricity goes out or comes back on, most people wake up and that, that disrupts their sleep. But some of the issues that we're seeing, I mean, I think Discovery came up with this, that heart conditions are a big issue in South Africa right now. So we are seeing that it's uh, insomnia, which is, Uh, the inability to fall asleep. This is caused by a number of reasons. Obstructive sleep apnea, which I talked about, and other less common things like restless leg syndrome. This is when your leg twitches and you're unable to sleep. So there are other different reasons. And even things around stress, the big one is also technology. Most of us do not have good sleep hygiene. We're on our phones, we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram. And we are not able to sleep well. And this is true, especially for adolescents who should get more sleep than actually adults um, get. So there are a lot of things that are disrupting our sleep in the modern world. I'm busy laughing at you saying TikTok because I have so many people (laughs) who say to me, yo, let me just TikTok and fall asleep or say fall asleep to watching a movie. Why is that a bad thing? And maybe can you suggest reasons why some people opt to have that be there? Let me fall asleep to something on the screen. So there's actually a term for it. It's, uh, it's called um, sleep um, revenge. So if you don't what? have a lot of time sleep in revenge. your day, <laughs> right? you don't have a lot of time in your day, yes. right? You're busy, etc. 
So you procrastinate at night. You're on sleep. I mean, you're on social media. You're on TikTok just for you to get a bit of like control over your day. But that is probably the worst way to fall asleep. That blue light Mm. that emits from a lot of our devices that interrupts with the sort of sleep quality and quantity that we get. So to have good sleep hygiene, you should actually put your phone to bed. So just as you say goodnight to your children, you say goodnight to your phone. Close it, put it in a cupboard, because the temptation is if you can't fall asleep, you just reach over and you look at it. So put your phone to sleep as well. Doctor, this is something I feel that's attacked. Really difficult. I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> it's not personal. <laughs> it's not personal. I've had to do the same thing. I found a little case for my phone. But I actually say goodnight and I close it. And I put it away. And you know what's worse? There are people I know who also will randomly be up in the middle of the night. So uh, you'll see somebody's online. You're like, why are you awake? No, I was going to the bathroom. So I checked my phone. Okay. Da, 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 like, it's exactly. So so the epidemic of poor sleep is really prevalent. Oh. You know, so this is something that we can all relate to. Okay, so who, relate to. who who is the right person to come to the clinic and what is the offering? If I say, you know what, doctor, my sleep could be better. I don't have problem falling asleep, but maybe staying asleep or I keep waking up and I'm still tired. Um, who, who are those people that you say you are the right candidate to come here? So the sleep clinic, we do, we are seeing people um, for who are having disordered sleep or bad quality sleep. So you might be like, I'm not feeling very well, or a lot of times, a lot of um, the men who come to a clinic, the wife is like, get help, or this marriage is over. Tongue in cheek, but it's a lot of (laughs) women who are like, the snoring is keeping me awake. Mm. So often people either referred by their spouses, or they're referred by another doctor it could be so sleep is one of the true interdisciplinary um things that we have in medicine so you can be referred by your ent you can be referred by your psychologist or psychiatrist or your heart doctor Mm. so it could be referrals or people who come in so you would come in with an issue around sleep so you would be seen um by one of our doctors at our clinic and um Depending on what it is, we can send you for another test. So think of this test like an X-ray or CT scan. Mm. We call this a polysomnography, but it's really a diagnostic uh, test to see why you might not be sleeping well. So this is not indicated in everyone, but Mm. certain people who are having um, problems sleeping, we would send you for this test, and we do this at our facility. Mm -hmm. And and I'm assuming, you know, many others could could, uh, recommend. Somebody is asking on the WhatsApp line, please ask the doctor on toddler's healthy sleep patterns. What does that look like for children uh, trying to gauge my child's sleep patterns? I know we won't have the time to go into detail around um, toddler's schedules because the ages vary and it's linked to how they eat. Doctor, maybe can you share, do you assist parents who need um, help with their children? Um, for, from a layman's perspective, I find that sometimes children's bad sleeping habits is, is directly related to what the parents are doing. You are very right. So any child um, or even adults as well, we sh- need a routine around sleep. So whatever your routine and what works in your household, I won't be prescriptive, but a routine because children also need um, help with 
knowing how to sleep. People think that it's natural, but people learn how to sleep well. Mm. They're good sleeping habits, as I talked about earlier about sleep hygiene. Yes. So toddlers as well also need more sleep um, than um, children and adults. Yes. You know, so toddlers need a certain amount of sleep. We're really looking at at least ten hours of sleep. Yes. You know, so your child shouldn't be going to sleep at midnight, etc. They should be sleeping in the early early evening. Yes. So around that, we do see um, children. At our sleep clinic, we actually have um, a room dedicated to parent and child, but this is a child who has got disordered sleep. So this is a child who's referred to us for some issue, and then we see them um, for that. Yes, yes. Okay, and 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 if if a person, um, because you know, you obviously spoke about referrals, um, but other people can also just come in and make inquiries. I mean, we've got a, a caller here, Rami from uh, Soweto. Rami, can you share with us what the challenges that you are facing? Yeah, the challenges, uh, 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 is, you know, going to church overnight for several days, when you come back, yes. Yeah, I don't know how one so, can solve that. Are you doing I'll, night vigils? So you are tired. Are you doing night vigils at at church? Yeah, that's what we do. Oh, okay. So, so, so then let's let's um, um ask doctor for those individuals like Rami who find themselves intermittently having periods of little sleep or limited sleep. What can you share with them that they can do? I mean, in my industry, there are nights where you'll be sleeping two a.m., getting four hours, but you try to do the catch-up thing. What would you advise? So, I mean, she brings up an important thing. I mean, she's going to church, but some people uh, work at night. You know, if you think about nurses or people who are security guards and work at night. So shift work also is difficult for your sleep because during the day, the world is awake and noisy. So you do need to find ways that you can sleep better. You know, make sure that your curtains are closed, that you've got a sleep routine that works for you during the day. But um, as, as, as you were saying earlier around um, issues around sleep and what can we do? So the, it's a fallacy to say, I haven't slept enough today. I got two hours, so tomorrow I'm going to catch up. That sleep debt is difficult for you to catch up. Mm-hmm. However, when you see that I've had a couple of things, whether it's been exams or work, etc., try reset yourself to get the best quality and quantity sleep when you can. You can't really catch up on the past, but you can work on the present for you to get good quality sleep moving forward. Oh, and that was one of the big questions that were being asked here by Noni saying, is it true you can't catch up on sleep? Thank you so much, doctor. How can we get in touch with your research center? So we've got our website. Uh, I think if you can share it with with your listeners, even because this is a new area. So please, Reach out to us if you've got any questions, you know, because sleep, health is something we don't know a lot about. I was trained actually out of South Africa about 20 years ago, and there was nothing around sleep. So this, us having a facility here in Johannesburg is something that I'm really proud of, for us to be able to do it for our own local population, because we've got things that are a little bit different from other parts of the world. So please reach out to us. We've got... um, a button of um, how to get a hold of us. Please, could you share our website? So the, the, the website is incha.org that uh, you are able to find all of the details there and they can assist you. Ezincha is spelled E-Z-I-N-T-S-H-A dot org.